0: Welcome to Route 66, a podcast taking you on a theological journey. The goal of this podcast is to provide you with five to seven minutes of spiritual nourishment from one of the 66 books of the Bible, or from the robust heritage of Reformed theology. I am your host, Pastor Anthony Savaggio of the Rochester Christian Reformed Church, located in Penfield, New York, and I am pleased that you have chosen to join me on this journey down Route 66. In the last episode, we saw how the third petition, Give Us Today Our Daily Bread, is really a prayer for God to set us free from the bondage of want. In that petition, we pray to God to meet our needs for sustenance, and, really, by implication to meet all our basic needs. Today we look at the final two petitions, the fifth and sixth petition, and we will see a very similar theme. These final two petitions are also about freeing us from bondage and meeting our basic needs, Except in this case, we are not talking about food and shelter, or things that our bodies need. Instead, these final two petitions speak to an even greater need than those of our bodies. These petitions speak to our spiritual needs. Again, I want to acknowledge the contributions of several scholars who have helped guide my study of the Lord's Prayer, namely Kenneth E. Bailey, William Willimon, and C. Clifton Black. Before we listen to the Lord's Prayer once again, one other brief note. Please stay tuned after the main lesson for a special announcement regarding the Route 66 podcast. Now, let us once again listen to our Lord and how He taught us to pray. Matthew Chapter 6 as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Freedom! That's the cry that Mel Gibson gives at the end of the film Braveheart, the movie in which he portrays the historical figure William Wallace. Of course, that movie is about the historical struggle of Scotland in seeking its independence from English rule. Well, the Lord's Prayer cries, Freedom! as well. When we pray, give us today our daily bread, we are praying for freedom from want. And in the final two petitions, we are also crying freedom. Let's look at each of these two petitions. The fifth petition first. And forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. Just like our daily bread, we need our daily forgiveness. We need forgiveness every day because guilt is something that hobbles us. And this petition is really a cry out to God for freedom from guilt. Now sometimes you'll hear this section of the prayer prayed with the word debts, and sometimes you'll hear people use the word trespasses. Which one is right? Well, if you look at the scripture, Matthew uses the word debts only, and Luke uses the word sins and debts, but you could translate it as trespasses, and different theological traditions use different words. Really, it means the same thing. We are praying for forgiveness of our sins, our wrongs, our offenses. In his book, Jesus Through Middle Eastern Eyes, Kenneth Bailey offers a humorous reflection on this, noting that Presbyterians and Reformed people like to use the word debts, and perhaps that's because they're more concerned about uh, money and debts, whereas the Episcopalians have historically used the word trespasses because perhaps they were historically landowners and were more concerned about people trespassing on their land. Either way, as I've noted, the idea is the same. What is not up for debate is that we are all in debt, that we're all in need of forgiveness. The assumption of the prayer is that we all need forgiveness. You'll also note in that petition that our forgiveness is tied to how much we forgive others. There's an equation here. And forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. George Herbert reflected on this phrase and said this, quote, He that cannot forgive others breaks the bridge over which he himself must pass if he would ever reach heaven, for everyone has need to be forgiven, end quote. That's a helpful reminder. This is something about community and how we relate to other people, not just for ourselves. William Willimon stated this, Our forgiveness begins as a response of our being forgiven. It is not so much an act of generosity toward our fellow offending human beings as an act of gratitude toward our forgiving God. So here we see it's not only just about how we relate to other people, but it's also how we relate to God. We forgive because we have been forgiven by God. A great story to illustrate this equation is the parable of the unmerciful servant. I encourage you to read that as a reflection on this petition. It's found in Matthew chapter 18, verses 21 to 35. Now, it's important to point out that we are forgiving here. It doesn't mean that we entirely forget. Biblical forgiveness does not undermine or dispense the need for justice, for confession, for repentance, and for restitution. But what forgiveness does do for us is rid us of a search for justice, confession, and restitution out of anger or contempt or vindictiveness or revenge. Now, just like our daily bread, we are reminded in this petition of our daily need of God, particularly our daily need of the work of Jesus Christ in our lives. Colossians two thirteen and 14 states this, When you were dead in your sins, And in the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made you alive with Christ. He forgave us all our sins, having canceled the charge of our legal indebtedness, which stood against us and condemned us. He has taken it away, nailing it to the cross. You see the point. We have been forgiven. Christ paid our debts. And so we forgive others, and we are mindful each day of the forgiveness and freedom we have in Jesus Christ. How about the sixth petition, the final one? And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. There are two curious questions here. First of all, the issue of temptation. Why would God lead us into temptation, right? We're praying that he lead us not into temptation. Well, God doesn't lead us into temptation, of course. We know that from Scripture, James 1, 13 and 14. When tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desire and enticed. What we're really praying for here is for God to lead us in good paths, to guide us. Perhaps there is here a request for God to put up a wall to block our way towards temptation. Maybe that is the image that we should think about. We're asking God to help us From our, to keep us safe, really, from ourselves and our own inclination to go astray. Help us, God, to be on the right paths. Like the Psalm says in Psalm 23 Lead us on paths of righteousness for your name's sake. The bottom line is that we're praying that we do not fall prey to the enemies of God's kingdom, including ourselves, our own sinful desires. William Willimon puts it this way In praying that God will not put us to the test, We pray that God will not make us vulnerable to those powers that rage against God's kingdom. And that includes you and me. The other question that comes up with regard to this petition is, should it be deliver us from evil or deliver us from the evil one? Is this a personified type of evil or is it a form of ethereal or abstract, non-personalized sense of evil? Well, most likely it's both. The Bible talks about both. Satan is a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And we also wrestle against principalities and powers and powers in dark places. Either way, the point is we need God to help us, to deliver us. We cannot deliver ourselves from evil. We need God to deliver us. Again, William Willimon is helpful. Quote When we pray for deliverance from evil, we acknowledge that we have not the resources on our own to resist evil, end quote. That is true. We cannot free ourselves. Instead, we pray to God to free us from enslavement to evil. So, as you see, when we pray these last two petitions, we are a bit like William Wallace. We are crying to God for freedom. Freedom from the burden of guilt and freedom from temptation and evil, or the evil one. So, as you pray the Lord's Prayer today, think about freedom. Think about the freedom you have in Christ, how He has set you free, and you are free indeed. We have been set free, free from want, free from guilt, and free from evil. Praise be to God as you pray this prayer today. Consider those wonderful truths. Grace and peace to you. Amen. Now for the special announcement I mentioned in the introduction. This episode of Route 66 will be the last one, at least for now. I started this podcast in the midst of the COVID-19 crisis as a way to provide comfort, particularly to my congregation. I believe it had a moment and a season. Now, I realize the crisis is far from over, but I think this podcast has served its purpose. Given the subject matter, if you really like it, I would suggest going back to the beginning and listening to it again. It will hold up as the subject matter is timeless and bears repeating. I tried to focus on things that were comforting and reassuring, things that have stood the test of time in the Christian faith. So, if it helps you, listen to it again. I'm also moving in my church to producing video studies for my congregation, which seem to be more popular and useful to my congregation, and I want to spend my time wisely. But I want to say thank you to you. I want to say thank you for coming along on this journey. This journey down Route 66. God bless you all. That concludes today's episode. I hope you have found encouragement in God's Word and in the teachings of Reformed theology. Remember the words of the prophet Isaiah who reminds us, The grass withers, the flower fades, but the Word of God will stand forever. If you would like more information about Rochester Christian Reformed Church, or if you would like to listen to my online sermon library, please go to rochestercrc.org. Thank you.